Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. This is Shanae. How was your weekend? I had a very good weekend. Um, you know, do this, little that. I saw Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. Really funny. Very, like, heartwarming and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Made me excited for New Orleans later this year. Um, I think everyone should go see it and support it. Support Black Films. Um, I don't know. I just had a good weekend. I spent time with people, you know, some of the people I love the most. So, Mm -hmm. um, that's that. I saw Power. Did you watch Power? Yes. That's the first thing I do Sunday morning Uh, every weekend. I watched it late, well, early Sunday morning. Spoiler, (laughs) Ghost is out. (laughs) I was going to do that. I was going to say that Angela was off my list for now. (sighs) For now. I, that's what I was about to say. Like, Because she, she did still, the right thing. She did. But she did the right thing <laughs> after being doing so many things that like she was accusing him of all these things without having all the facts and like just being extra. Well, she was mad. He hurt yeah. her. You could tell that's what it was for. Yeah. But I was just like, cool. She's off my list for now. Tyreek. <sighs> Tasha. <laughs> Call Frank. Ask Frank where he sent Dorian (laughs) (laughs) and send Tyreek there. I've had enough. I've had enough. I am so, and now he's about to call some more shish. Mm -hmm. I'm so sick of this boy. Yeah. And I feel bad because I'm like, I'm not saying kill his son off, but (laughs) send him where Dorian went. (laughs) Straighten him out. I've had enough. I don't know if on the East Coast they got a you know, a, a boot camp that uh-uh. runs the West Coast story with you. <laughs> Call Frank and figure that out. Call Moesha. See if she remember where Dory went. I am so sick of Tyree. He needs to be punched in the mouth. And his sister, furthermore, she's spineless. Because I wish my brother could tell me, get the F out. You better not tell my Ma! <laughs> Tyreek is lying and he got a stack of cash in this house and apparently we got no money so you should get him. I would be telling on him, what are you going to do, Tyreek? She she ain't with it. Did you remember that they were twins? I be forgetting that they're twins. In the show? Yeah, they're twins. Oh. I be no. forgetting because like, they've only referenced it a few times where she'll be like, get the twins, or who's going to watch the twins, or, you know, something like that. And so I be forgetting, because I'm like, y'all don't have... I feel like usually with shows and their twins, they have, like, this twin kind of, like, kinship. That's because Tyreek is out of his mind. Right. He to go... But they could have just not made them twins, because I feel like they it doesn't add or take away from the show, them well, being I twins. Well, I think it doesn't matter. That's just it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, is the other officer... Gonna like is he ever gonna be caught for actually killing him? Nah, that's what I'm wondering now. Because she's saying like she's not gonna give up till she figures out who killed her. I hope so, because I'm sick of him too. Me too. Yeah, I that's why I'm like, I want caught. him to go down. I want him to be caught right. because he actually did do it. So right. I hope she doesn't stop. And the um the murder in jail. I just knew that I that, that was, was a dream, girl. I thought he was just. I just knew he was about to flashback and just and be we staring was, at I him. Was, we was watching it. Last it just night. kept going. I was like, "So this is not fake." <laughs> we was, we was, oh, I was watching it last night, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, "They're dreaming. This is he has this is dreaming. fake. This He's is just real. I, is real? I, right." I'm like, "This is real." And then when he walked in, um, 
He was like, nah, I think that's real. I'm like, what? And then I was like, oh my God, he, he really, really killed him. I really thought it was just like him daydreaming Me while too. the and guy was yelling at him. Me too. I was waiting for him to snap out of it. But you know what I see though? It's like, oh, we know Charlie Murphy has passed, but you could really see it in these episodes. He yeah. was clearly ill. Yes, Lord. His neck was thin. Yeah. His chest were kind of sunken in. Mm-hmm. So you could definitely see that he was sick. Yeah, definitely. Um, but anyway. I but I was like, that was a gruesome... It was. It was he so. Really they showed. And they showed. Like, and because it was so gruesome, that's more the reason well, why I, I thought, thought it was, was fake. I thought it was a dream, right? Because I was okay. like, okay, this is extra dramatic. I was like, oof. <laughs> and so, yeah, then Tommy Daddy gave him the phone. So, well, I think that's Tommy Dad. It, it has to be something, because my thought is, because even when Ghost was like, kind of hesitate. If you don't take this phone, do you want me back in this jail? <laughs> I'll give it to Tommy so he go. I mean, if he don't answer it, he said, give him the phone. That's all I'm going to do. If Tommy don't answer it, not my business. I gave him I did phone. my job. I did what you asked me to do. And we're done. So, Mm-mm-mm. that's that. So that was our little power recap. Next week, it'll be more insecure. Well, it might be both depending on what happened on power. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. True so that. what's going on with me? Oh, I forgot to talk about my weekend. <laughs> my weekend was busy, y'all. Um, the group I'm a part of, Be More Rise, we hosting an event today with Sipping Paint. Um, and so, you know, part of the weekend was doing that. Well, I did enjoy the weekend, though, but... Our well, we live on a well as opposed to getting water from like the city or whatever. Our well burst. So it was a eventful weekend, guys. It was just, I'm like tired. I need another day to just chill. But th- tomorrow at work shouldn't be too bad. But I really wish I could have a day to sleep in. But what's going on with media? So, um, we can start with, you know, the R. Kelly story. Mm hmm. Um, so this started from an article from BuzzFeed. Yes. Um, that discussed this cult like mm-hmm. situation R. Kelly has yes. with a group of young women. Mm-hmm. Um basically saying that <clears throat> I'm trying to like there's so much story, so much coverage. It's so this. much it's a lie. So much like new details, new facts. <laughs> but apparently it's like these females who are inspiring singers or performers yes. kind of go under his wing mm-hmm. to I guess I don't know. He says trained, that he's gonna he like he's gonna put them on, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it secretly has become some sort of sexual cult. Right. Um their allegations of mental and physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Um he's controlling what they uh eat, you right. know, where they live, where they go, um, you know, their dress, who they're in contact with. Some of the families have spoken out. One family in particular. Yeah, they're the ones that who... really started this. Yeah. Speaking out saying, you know, they were afraid for their daughter, haven't had contact with her. Right. Um, but you know, the mother of that family went with the daughter to the house first. She took her daughter there. Right, so I think, I think, I, I think the belief was, and I don't know, because it's all alleged, yeah. but my thought is, at one point, maybe it made sense. I, I don't know. Yeah. I personally probably would never feel comfortable unless there was actually a deal made. Like, you just go Contracts. Tr- you know what like, I mean? Like, and even still, why you need to live in his house as a parent 
Even if it wasn't R. Kelly. First of all, it's R. Kelly, Amari, and Lauren. I can't lie. I would be Lauren <laughs> as a parent. But even if it wasn't him, mm-hmm. just my daughter saying, oh, like if it was Trey Songz and I'm a parent, why are you living in his house? What is, like that doesn't make sense for me. I would highly question just that period. Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe it looked legit at first. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, it does sound sus on both sides. Right. And then one of the girls did a video did a video of her saying that, you know, she's there because she wants to be. She's not being held captive. She just doesn't want to talk to her family. Because they're, you know, causing so much drama with this mess. Right. Um, not believable. Yeah, that's what a lot of people um, said. Her like, voice sounded shaky. Yeah, she sounded unsure. And the people's pointing out that shadow. Like I had to watch it twice, but I did catch it. But when and they like asked some people question. Yeah, you could just see because they said it looked like someone saying no. I'm like that y'all reaching. Mm-hmm. You could just see hand movement. Don't quite know, but they felt like that could have been her being coached. Maybe she was. But I, I was about to say it could have legit been a lawyer, which isn't uncommon when they're trying to make sure that their client don't get sued. Right. So it's like she that's not been coached. Yeah, that's know. not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes you do gotta make sure that she's saying like things that make sure that your client isn't about to get sued. So Well maybe she would never be sued though, so that's why it's different. Well not her as the client, R. Kelly as the client. For a law- from a lawyer. You see what I'm saying? But it would be R. Kelly's lawyer yeah, that, coaching that's... her to not say the wrong thing. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It could have that been. could still be bad because he could still this is allegedly, mm-hmm. but it could be true that there is some sort of cult thing. I don't right. know. So it would still kind of be to her detriment. And that's what I'm saying. It could be it could be nothing wrong with that, but it could be a lot of wrong with it. Who knows? It's all alleged. I can't right. say what I believe other than this is wild. It's just wild. Just this whole thing. Mess. It's <laughs> wild. Right. Obviously, he's had a very checkered past with young well, that's what yeah, my first right. thought was. Is like it was so easy for people to believe this because of past. you know his previous activities, and so I think whether or not any of this is true, whether or not it's exaggerated, that's why I think most people were able to be like, "Oh, yep, he did it," <laughs> like because right. because of his past. Right. The other point is, I was reading some. You know, this stuff always does debate. Talking about like, well, I mean. If he is doing something, mm-hmm. shame on him. But um, the girls are legal. Mm-hmm. Which is true. These alleged feet victims are of a legal age. Yeah. Um, because they're all like 21 and over now. I don't think they went there at 21. No, I think they went there like 19, 20, Yeah, but they're, but they're all legal. legal age, yeah. Legal age to consent. Yeah. Um, I don't know. All I'm going to say is this. At first, before the mentally, physically abused, it was just like, they just said, it was like, they were just his ladies, his, like, harem. Yeah. And that was, and that was the case, was like, is it, like, sus? Yes. Yeah, but However, is anything wrong with it? No. Is anything wrong with it? Not really, because, like, right. if they choosing to do that, then whatever. Right. Once you bring in the, like, mental abuse, physical abuse, then it's like, okay, that that's not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Cult-like, the brainwashing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible. Cults exist. That's how they do that. Mm-hmm. That type of control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then it was comparing him, what's the difference between him and um, Hugh Hefner? I'm like, there's quite a few differences, but, you know. What do you think the differences are? Well, first of all, like, I'll say this. For example, like the girls, the girls next door when they had their series. Yeah. 
Um, you know, was there limitations? I think there were. They had curfews. I do remember that. Yeah. They had curfews. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I'm not sure if you control fashion. That's not what I remember. Yeah, I don't. Remember I just remember they either. had curfews. Yeah. Um, when they weren't with him. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like. Their families would come. Right, their families were invited and welcome. They were paid mm-hmm. on top of the stuff they did with him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's a little bit different. It was a, It's a little bit different to me, it seems like. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. whatever career promises he was making, he was fulfilling. They did get a career from that. Right. These girls... Don't know who these girls are. Never heard a song. Never heard nothing. That's why it's more weird. I think that's why it can be a little bit more weird. This little, I don't know, artist boot camp. You haven't been for years. That's kind of weird. Right. You don't, I mean, you know what I mean? I just it's, think there are differences. I just think And I is. think the reason that it seems like there are differences is because there's a lot of unknowns. Uh, yes. Because, I mean, next year one of these girls could pop up. Like, Because it's like we don't know if they've actually been in boot camp. We don't know if any of these girls can actually sing, dance, act. We don't know. So, so I think the difference is just because we legit don't know any details about, like, before last week, we didn't know about any of this. Whereas Hugh Hefner had a whole show and put everything on. That's why, and that's another thing where I'm like, while they were, they did have limitations, and I do know that. Like, Mm -hmm. there was other stuff beside the curfew. I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, they had other stuff. Did a book about it? Yeah, because that's I think that's why she left because she didn't know. Because like, she didn't want to do it no more. Yeah, but my thing was like, you can leave. It mm-hmm. wasn't a, you know what I mean. And typically, with cults and stuff, they have some sort of mental thing where, you, of course, you don't feel like you want to leave. And usually, cults involve cutting people out of your life. Yes, that's true. Cutting your family and your support, so you feel like. That's all, all you, you have, have yeah. is this group or this organization. Right. Where with the Hugh Hefner, you didn't like his rules leave, and he's not upset with you when you leave. Right, because either. what was Kendra? Kendra got married. Kendra left, got she married, had a kid. He, are they still together? They are. Okay. I mean, she got married at the Playboy Mansion. He's, they're still cool. He helped pay for the wedding. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just saying. There was just some obvious differences with the information received. Then it was like, I've read an article about her and black, him and black child. I'm like, man, that's what, what yeah. has got to And do? that's why I'm like. I was like, y'all be reaching for everything. And that's why I can't say that they're similar or different because one, it's, it seems like a lot of things are reaching. Two, it's just so many unknowns that it's like, I don't know what's going on in the house. Somebody, like, and it's like. Someone could be telling the truth. Somebody else could be lying. Or everybody could be lying. I legitimately don't know. Um, so it's like, I don't know if we if we ever going to find out. It could be five years later and then them girls come out the house and say they've been free. Like, we have no way of actually knowing. So I think that's like the big mystery. And that's why it's so yeah. easy to believe that it's like he's having them as sex slaves. And I mean, and he's the... You know, once again, Ms. BuzzFeed writer spoke with former employees saying that he treats the women, he he calls them babies and they have to call him daddy. Mm -hmm. Um, They gave a list of women they believe that they were in his properties in Atlanta or Chicago. Um, And then then this man, he always on tour. R. Kelly tours a lot still, even though, you know, he don't necessarily have any new music. He tours a lot. 
What did he say? So then I'm like, well, who was keeping these girls in the house? They were a couple. Well, they said they had a dead mother. Oh, Jesus. Who was reportedly responsible for training newcomers on how Kelly liked to be pleased sexually. Um, they say she had been best friends in high school uh. with him. What'd they say? He, Kelly allegedly makes the women ask permission before leaving the room, forces them to wear jogging suits in public to keep their figures hidden, and takes their phone away, replacing it with new phones that they can only use to contact him or, improve, or others approved by him. The babies also have to deal with Burley, the SUV driver outside his properties. And here's my other um, question. He right? says if they break the rules, he punishes them physically and verbally. Um, they said R. Kelly is the sweetest person you would ever want to meet, but Robert is the devil. Uh, Jones said, I got trapped. I had people telling me I was an idiot, idiot, but it took me a long time to realize they were right. I'm talking now because I hope I can get some of these other girls' help. Um, so, so they got this information from someone who allegedly left. Well, it's, it's, it, the article says they spoke to Matt, Kitty Jones, and Asante McGee, all former members of Kelly's entourage. So, so why are they not, not on TV? They're not the the babies. They're saying they're his like I guess staff that they were around. See, I don't know this because did they get fired? Like, do they still work for him? Like. Well, it's, it's just former, so no. Oh, uh, mm. I don't um, know. It just doesn't make sense to me. And then, like, R. Kelly does have children. So, and like I said, he tours. So then it's like, I don't know how he's keeping this, these women there and touring and seeing his own kids. Like, when is all of this happening? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, for this to actually be happening, somebody has to be like, somebody else is keeping them there. And if it's in Chicago and Atlanta, like, somebody else is keeping them there. Other than just the den mother. I don't know. I guess we'll see. If anything factual comes out. Or, like, anything that we can actually know is the truth. Yeah. And the lawyer um, said, We can only wonder why folks would persist in defaming a great artist who loves his fans, works 24-7, and take care of all the people, take care of all the people in his life. He's worked hard to become the best person the artist he could be. It's interesting that stories and tales debunked many years ago turn up when his goal is to stop the violence, put guns down, embrace peace and love, which, you know, some could call that, you know, deflecting, but <laughs> I suppose that's the price of fame. Like all this, Mr. Kelly deserves a personal life. Please respect that. So... I don't know. You know, and it said later, he says that they deny the accusations and will work diligently and forcefully to pursue his accusers and clear his name. I don't know if it's true or not, but the memes are effing hilarious. The truth, the truth always comes to light. Um, You know, some people say where there's smoke is fire. Could I believe that it could be sure? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, with his past, Mm-hmm. With young women, mm-hmm. is it a possibility? Yes, just because anything's a possibility. Mm-hmm. And for all this to come out, I believe with their smoke in this situation, there's fire. It may not be all at what it is, but mm-hmm. he could have just a harem of women. Maybe it's not a coat, but he mm-hmm. just got a harem of young women. Okay. Who knows? Right. We'll keep you updated. If we, right, if there if are anything else, you know. But like I said, the memes are hilarious. I'm loving you. You know, the internet always takes things too far in a funny way sometimes. 
Um, moving on to just something lighter to talk about. Rojas was in Atlanta. Kim Zosiak announced mm-hmm. that she will be on season 10. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited because that's Nene, Kim. Oh, like the originals, all, right? All, a lot of the original players are back on the scene. So for people who love Housewives of Atlanta, when that is on, I will be recapping. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. They're filming now. So it probably should be on prior to the end of this year, early next year. Okay. So <laughs> next, we're going to move on to Usher. Lord. And herpes. <laughs> Usher and herpes. Lord, <laughs> this was another mess. I was like, this is a wild week. <laughs> so, it's saying that Usher paid out $1.1 million to settle a lawsuit mm-hmm. with a stylist who claimed that the pop star infected her with herpes. Yes. So, uh, the documents were first published by Radar Online, mm-hmm. but they appeared to date back to 2012. So, this has been kept under secret, you know, under wraps for a while. Yep. Someone got a hand of somebody's paperwork yep. and put it on blast. So, the right. thing about this is, one, this happened a while ago, folks. Yeah, because that's just some no people were saying eight years, about. but it just seemed, it's, it's like six years, but yeah. Well, it says... Um, he was diagnosed with herpes in 2009 or 2010, okay, according so to the court papers, yeah. which were filed. Um, but nonetheless, he had unprotected sex without confessing he was carrying the virus. Now, um, the law is clear in California. It's illegal mm-hmm. to pass that knowing it. And, um, oh, Lord. What? It says Usher allegedly did that. Saying when he told the victim he had tested negative for the virus despite a greenish discharge from his penis, the court papers said. That's what I said. So time out, time out, time out. I'm sorry, something green is coming from your penis. It's not coming nowhere near me. How about it? She said, look, it says, believing Raven's statements that the discharge had been nothing and cleared up, she continued her relationship. No. The client was later diagnosed with herpes, complete with vaginal soreness. Fevers, mm. chills that she alleged in the papers. Um, nah. Usher paid the victim's medical bills in 2010. In 2012, um, that's when he also had his doctor call the woman to tell her that the singer did indeed carry the herpes virus. Mm. So Three um, years later. Yeah. That's a mess. And then... This was, she was in his, um, supposedly, allegedly, allegedly, she was in his wedding. She was a bridesmaid. Yeah. Which is even more mess. So allegedly that's what happened. And herpes, you know, herpes is the one that does not go away. Right. So it has, it can go dormant. Yeah. You have like outbursts. Yeah. So I feel like, and you know, Usher is now married. (laughs) Oh, he is? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, that one um, got past me. <laughs> so, oh. I so, just leave that. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess she could <laughs> use protection. I believe he's married. Um, well, yeah. They can take measures to make sure that it's not being spread between them. And so, I'm assuming that he had already told her before. Well, one would hope. All of this um, happened. That- so you that know, she already knew. Right. And was taking so the proper I just thought that was precautions. Wild. And part of it, and once again, memes are funny. Yes, hello. Um, <laughs> I have some parts in my head that made me laugh. <laughs> so, my thought is, this is embarrassing. Yeah. However, 
this happens to a lot of people. People do have that. And once again, guys, you know, be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think when it gets to a point in your relationship where you feel like you want to be unprotected, even if you know the person forever and you believe they never cheated, you should still just get checked out. Because sometimes mm-hmm. those um, diseases, especially with men, sometimes they don't have any symptoms. Yeah. Um, and so they really don't know. And right. They're not, they weren't trying to keep it. And for women, sometimes the person wasn't trying to be sneaky. They didn't right. know they had it themselves. So right. I feel like we can kind of laugh a little at it because it does sound crazy, but it's like, be safe. Mm-hmm. Especially when you want to engage in unprotected sex. I right. Mean, I say don't, but <laughs> if you feel like that's what you want to do, just be just safe. Just know the about person, it. know, just know you and the person doing it ain't got nothing. <laughs> right. And. Moving on. <laughs> so, some photos and video came up of Kevin Hart saying he was supposedly like making out with some More chick. mess. Yeah. So, I watched the video. I lo- It honestly looked like they were talking. Like they were talking. And someone else was in the car. So, and it, it looked, looked like, like they was like having a passionate discussion. Like they was arguing. It looked like a discussion. Yeah. He was in the front seat. She was in the back seat. Oh, I didn't see that. I, it looked like he was like, they was both sitting in the back. No. But, Either way, it didn't look like they was... But he was in the front seat. She was in the back. And there was a third person in the car. Mm-hmm. And they looked like there was an outfire of a hotel. So my thought was, if he was cheating, I don't believe he was. Because they but said that was the weekend it, of his birthday. Wouldn't he do it in a quieter place? Right. Because they was definitely like outside of a hotel. hotel. I just feel like if someone was... If, with this high profile, I would think he would do it. You know. Right. Um, I, did, I do feel like if I was his wife... I would just be like, you know, you hear this. It would be natural to ask, like, yo, babe, what is this? And right. I would just say, just be careful, please, so yeah. we don't put each other in these situations. Exactly. But Especially because she's pregnant. Like, right. I don't think it was nothing. I really don't. Yeah, it didn't look like... It didn't look like nothing. And, and even, like, it didn't look like they was even kissing, because, like, people didn't. was like, they had sex. It didn't even look like they was kissing. It, it literally looked like they was talking, they were talking in, the, in car. the car. That's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. So I was like... Okay, <laughs> y'all reaching right again. We're just reaching this week, <laughs> so I want to talk about the um, Madame Two Souls because yes. Kylie Jenner came out has one a new one, and it does look a lot like her. And I think people are starting to point out ones that don't look right. And yeah. Beyonce came up mm-hmm. heavily, yeah. Um, specifically, I believe this is the one in New York. Got so much backlash that Madame Two Souls took. Beyonce's wax figure off the floor right. to fix it. And it still don't look right. And my whole thing was, was she too light? Yes. Yeah. So they added some, you know, color color to her. My thing is, it don't look like her. It don't matter the color you add. Like, I'm looking at it. That doesn't look like her. Because then I, I was thinking about the one that we saw. That legitimately that looked, looked, better, like that looked like her. Yeah. And so I was like, that was just a bad one. And I feel like, let's be real, technology's getting better. The newer wax um, figures are going to be better, better than But I'm saying Man Two Souls should have a period where they evaluate their older ones and refresh them. Yeah. yeah. I really think they should because it's like you're getting better stuff to make it look more realistic. And ultimately, it don't matter how much darker you make her. That just don't look like me. It don't. It like, looked like a face, white woman. The face don't look like her. <laughs> right. I was like, who is Who this? is that? Who is that, <laughs> who is that supposed to be? <laughs> It's not her. That's what I. They ain't look at a picture of her to do that one. I'm sorry. I'm they, just saying. They did not. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Um. Next, 
Sorry, y'all. I'm like, screen- I have screenshots. <laughs> it's something else I wanted to talk about. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this is a quick one I want to talk about. There's a story about a young female student from Nigeria mm-hmm. developing a cure for breast cancer. Uh-oh. And so I thought that was awesome. But then, like, I was reading more and more. Looking in the comments, all in the comments, I just thought this was interesting. Mm-hmm. Were nothing but just, like, prayers. Like, I hope she stays safe. I hope uh, nothing happens to her. Yeah. And that really made me go, wow. Um, because let's be clear. Why do you think sometimes these big pharmaceutical companies are against the weed becoming legal? Because it puts them out of business. Yep. And so, so they again, don't really actually want to cure half of these diseases. You know, because they make money off of them. Off of them. And so when people, yeah. when, you know, scientists comes up to maybe develop one pill to get rid of it or one procedure to get rid of it. Right. You know, with people, you know... People come up with theories. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to sit and say a little prayer for her too. That I hope that nothing comes to that. Yeah. If, if she's really discovered this cure for breast cancer, yeah, that's and huge. shame on these pharmaceutical companies. I'm not saying they're plotting for her, but right. just in general of trying to stop methods that do well. Because I know, yeah. like the weed thing, they don't like it. It's right. like because you know it helps. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And it's like, like you said, they make money off of, of it acting like they treating it, but actually just suppressing symptoms and making you like have to take their medicine longer and longer. That's and longer. what I'm saying. It's not like they have a set of pills like in a year you get better. Right. It's, and it's then you can be done. You know no. what I mean? That's not what it is. And it just made me think of that yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so for all our scientists who are discovering awesome things Mm -hmm. that they stay safe and that it can help people last but not least i just want to talk about lala really quickly yes she went on vacation and she posts all these great pictures of her and then everyone this is when i'm like i'll be like you know the internet is fun the Mm -hmm. internet is cruel and the internet sometimes we gotta like check out and Mm -hmm. actually go to work and do life things because (laughs) it's like why do you care? Right. Um, they was doing these side-to-side pictures of older pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, how does she get this body? Yada, yada, yada. And so my thought was, I don't... She's never come out saying that she's got any procedures done. Right. Um, if she did, though, why do people care? They feel like they're obligated to know. Why? But why, why does it matter? It's not. And if she did get something done... Why does it matter? Because it's like, okay, she says that she did, then what? Like, what is that? Yeah, then y'all just gonna bash her for getting something done. But it's just like, this whole idea of just, this whole thought of just, what's people's business and what's not? What Mm -hmm. is your, what is your right to know? Right. You know, she's a public figure, so, Mm -hmm. as in, she's an actress, she's an author, Mm -hmm. she's in, you know, the media world. Mm -hmm. Her body, that ain't done nothing to do with her career in the sense of, that's not, I mean, it's a part She's of not like a fitness management, person. But, you know what I mean? That's not her claim to fame right. anyway. Right, And so I just feel like if she did get something done, what does that do for you now? You're Nothing. still, she still has a lot more money than you. <laughs> and access. It right. doesn't, you know what I mean? You're still on the internet. And that's the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. you want a girl with this and this, but then if she gets it done, then she's phony. I mean, it's like, right. people are just never satisfied. Not like Lala. And if she got something done, that's her business. It is. It's her business. And she looked good. So she had a good doctor and she did. 
That's it's natural. She looks natural. She looks natural. So yeah. I don't think she did anything, right. by the way. But yeah. if she did, good job. Because there was a great doctor. She got it done. I'm like, <laughs> people just be tripping. Yeah, for no reason. And then people are like saying that the reason that um, they're divorcing is because she was naked on TV twice now. No. Like, um, he cheated. <laughs> right, like, y'all are forgetting that he has a whole child on the way. He cheated. <laughs> like, no. And even still, which is why I love Lala, never, even in interviews when they're like, you're divorcing, she'll say, that's not, he's my husband. Like, she right. never says anything to say that it's over. Mm-hmm. She never does. If she says, yes, I'm angry. Yes, I have my moments. Well, we're getting through it. Mm-hmm. And I just respect that. Because yeah. that's her husband. It is. And y'all ready to throw him to the wolves. And she probably was too. Right. She's figuring it out. Right. And it's like, let her figure it out. As she's she still a person. She's not going to have an answer right away as most of us wouldn't. It's like, it's not always that cut and dry. No, so, I don't. Not especially not with marriage and a marriage, and a child, a child. They've right. been together for over a decade. Mm-hmm. I think you pause and you reflect and you see if you can. Yeah, I personally hope that they can. Mm-hmm. But if they can't, I can understand why she may not want to go back at all. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's like like we that's said. Life. It's like if they had other issues or any other, like they have to work through it and decide for themselves what they want to do. Point blank. Period. We can't decide for them, and we can't help the des- them decide. So everybody just shut up. Especially <laughs> when, let's keep it funky, we don't know the whole story of anything. Right. No, we sure don't. So. Yeah. That's that. That's them apples. <laughs> like, so many mosquito bites. Oh, God. Oh, uh, yeah, because you were outside at the cookout. Went to town on me. But I put off on. Um. Sometimes I feel like maybe it just that stuff attracts. I don't know. I don't know. But okay, guys. So our topic for today. Once again. Oh shoot! We forgot our question. What's your second time rushing the show? (laughs) We had a question of the week, guys. Yeah, you say it. I don't even want to say it. Oh. <laughs> so inappropriate. Okay, so I'll tell you guys where the question came from. So I was having a conversation with someone, and they said that they felt like if a woman, it was with a guy, he said he felt like if a woman, while having intercourse, um, like slipped a finger up his butt, that it was assault. And I was like, hmm. I never would have thought of that as assault. I think I understand why some people would, but I don't think the masses does. So then I decided to make it the question of the week. So our question was, is slipping a finger in your partner's butthole during sex without discussing it previously sexual assault? So our answers, well, our first couple answers were just people shocked at the question. So um, image by Alex G, OMG, LOL, I have to get over the question first. Um, J. Del Negro said, what, how, from 0 to 100 real quick. Um, okay, girl podcast, so oh, Lord. And then wild underscore awake underscore woman said, why wouldn't you just ask? Um, M.A. underscore talk said, I love me a finger in the butt. Okay. <laughs> Reese P. said, LMFAO, well, dang. Um, self-love jock said no. Um, unless they tell them to immediately stop and they don't stop, then it is sexual assault. Um, 
image by Alex came back and answered the question or and said, the question really is, how loose is your booty hole in order for a finger to slip in so easily? I never thought about it that way. <laughs> um, T underscore and underscore incense said, how are we going to know if you like it? If you, how are you going to know if you like it if you don't try? Are we going to have to start announcing our sex moves before we do them? True that. Kenyad74 said yes. Underscore Black Throne said, not unless your partner has expressed... That it, it is something they weren't interested in before you attempted it. Or if they tell you to stop and you continue. You and your partner have to be on the same wavelength and understand and respect each other's boundaries. Everyone can't handle kinky ish. A finger in the butt unexpectedly could lead to your ultimate, untimely death. Huh? Um, and then color out the box just said, now that's a question and laugh. So I think for most of the people that actually answered the question, I agree with them. It's like... You have to know what your partner would and wouldn't be okay with some some like for the most part. And I think if you're trying something new, um, discussing it first of all, discussing it with them first is important. That's point blank period. But if you're gonna just do it in the moment, if they like immediately be like no or push you away or like any kind of resistance, stop. Because then if you I feel like if you continue, then yeah, it is sexual assault. But um, I don't think necessarily trying it without discussing it is sexual assault. So what do you think, Shanae? I guess I would agree that um, it's not unless you told someone to stop and they continued or you know for a fact that's not what they were into and you did it. Right. That I could I could think that. I just think this question is weird. Why? Because it's like, what the hell? I'm just... Just... Finger in the tush. I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> I just that's just too foreign for you. Like that com that topic period. Oh, uh, you know. I'm sorry. I just show her another usher me. <laughs> I just thought I was like seriously. Um, I don't know. I just feel like ugh. I mean, clearly I'm not. She don't want that of her tush. That's right. probably why I'm just like what. Like, right. Ugh. But if yeah, someone did it to you without previously discussing it, you wouldn't necessarily be like, you assaulted me. You just be like, uh, stop, don't do that. <laughs> like I would say, stop, don't you dare. <laughs> Get that figure out of there. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, honestly, being completely honest, he couldn't even really get up there before I'm like, what are you doing? <sighs> Well, I don't think anyone actually... Well, no, some people stick the whole finger up. But I don't think most people stick the whole finger. I don't know. (laughs) I don't stick nothing up there. (laughs) I don't know if you just put a finger or you ease it in or you just touch the hole. I don't know what you do. I don't do nothing in that area. But, in that order. But, like, having conversations with, like, other people that didn't answer the question. Like, one guy said that his woman did that to him without previously discussing it. And he liked it, but he was like, he enjoyed it, but he wouldn't want her to do it again. Because it, like, it was too uncomfortable, even though it was, it, it felt good. Because ultimately, for, like, most heterosexual men, mm-hmm. they don't want to be viewed as gay. Right. So they don't want to say they like it. Right. That's but all. he was like, he enjoyed that she did it because he was like, he wouldn't have agreed to it. So it was actually better that she just kind of surprised him with it. So... 
All right, so now our topic of the day, um, and it's kind of timely, since Insecure does come back tonight. And we also gave a brief Insecure recap on a girlfriend's pod. Yes. So you can guys go there, check it out. Yes. We just talked about what we thought about season one. Mm-hmm. Um, our hopes for season two. Right. So, and it's thegirlfriendspod.org to yes. go listen. Just a it's shout a, out to that. Yes. Um, and so we wanted to talk about insecurity um, and how insecure we think we are. What are some of the things that trigger our insecurity and things of that nature? So we took a quiz. Well, we took two quizzes. <laughs> and they were about insecurity. And so like some of the questions were like asking, how do you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror? Um, do you think other people often talk about you behind your back? Things of that nature. Um, so, Shanae, what did you get for the first quiz? Um, that I was 6% insecure. Mm-hmm. And do you think that that was accurate? I don't know. I thought it was super low. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay. So, you expected it to be higher? I guess so. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, um, I guess you can say... I mean, everyone has insecurities. Right. I just never really went in to really think about how insecure I was. Right. So once I took the quiz and it said you're only 6%, I was like, oh, okay. So I feel like maybe I thought I had more. Right. And once again, this inse- you know, the quiz isn't like fact. Right. But it did make me think, you know, maybe I'm not as much as I thought I was or... You know, I even, I was even, I told my mother the score. She was like, well, I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Just, <laughs> like, why didn't you think I was more insecure? Well, I mean, she was just saying stuff about me. Like, she was like, how insecure could you be? You do this, 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 how you are, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. She was like, I know you had this, 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 but you know, she was just like breaking it down. Breaking it down. And after she finished, I was like. Okay, maybe I'm cool with my score. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also think the first quiz, it focused a lot on body image. And some people's insecurities don't have anything to do with body image. But I feel like my insecurities really rely... I mean, you know, I'm a plus-size chick. Mm-hmm. And I've had insecurities with that over the years. So I felt like for that reason, right, it would have been. But it just made me go, eh, maybe you're right. Right. <laughs> no, so know. on the same quiz, I got a 46. So mine was drastically higher than Sinead, but I kind of expected mine to be a little high. Um, so like I wasn't surprised or anything. And like the little description that it gave was, um, oh shoot, the screenshot is a little messy. Yeah, I couldn't read that. I, <laughs> I didn't realize it. Um, I think I still have it. Oh no, it's gone. Basically, um, it says that like I was insecure and I worried too much about. Um, what other people think, other people think and say about me. Um, instead of just being like confident and being myself, which for the most part is true. And I was honestly shocked with that because I feel like, from my perspective, and this is how you know, you know, people don't always wear their insecurities on their sleeves. Right, right. So, because from my perspective, I feel like you never seem like you care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. You always like, well, this is who I am. Like, you know, <laughs> like I just. From my perspective, mm-hmm. I'm like, when does she care about what anyone thinks? Then I was thinking, she never listens to me. I don't, I don't, I just, <laughs> that was, and I uh, think that, I was like, she never cares. And I think that's exactly what you're, what it is that I do care. I just act like I don't. 
Nine times out of ten, I care. It's just that I'm not about to just tell everybody that I care. Like, it's just, that's not in my nature. I will care in private. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not going to, because it's like, to me, that's giving other people power that I don't feel like giving them. I'm going to be insecure in private. So, for me, it's like, most of the time, I do actually care what people say about me or if they talking about me or how they think I look, whatever, blah, blah. It's just that I would rather be perceived as not caring um, and, or not giving a crap about what other people's opinions are. Okay. So, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't never read the description. My 6% says you're secure of yourself. You're pretty confident. Don't worry too much about what others think of you. Mm-hmm. And you act yourself and all the, you act like yourself all the time. You keep your guard down and it doesn't bother you. So I don't I mean, I actually feel like I'm very guarded. <laughs> um, but I realize it depends on what I'm guarded about. Yeah. So my guard my guard is up on certain categories in my life. Right. But the other ones I I realize I really don't be caring. <laughs> um but I mean so, 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 okay, so based on the quiz, because like I said, the quiz was very much about like body image and you feel like that's where most of your insecurities lie, even though you got a low score. Yeah, I on... feel like, yeah. So do you, you, do you think there are any other areas in your life that you feel insecure? Or you like, it's probably just that area. I mean, right now, off the top of my head, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why I was like, yeah, maybe I'm more secure than I thought. <laughs> I mean, I'm always been very hard on myself, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'm doing just fine. But for me, my own level of what I expectations I have myself, which are extremely too high and unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know, maybe during my self discovery, I have adjusted. Right. Lord knows I've been trying to adjust. <laughs> so I don't know. Right. And so that's what I was thinking when I was taking the quizzes. I was like, well, I know some people that are like insecure about their intelligence or insecure about like, you know, like their abilities in school or work or anything like that or insecure about relationships. And this quiz would have never reflected any of those insecurities because there are like so many different areas of life that you, you can be like completely confident about one part of your life and then completely insecure about a whole other part of your life. Um, so that's why I was like, well, this isn't really a well-rounded quiz, but you know, it gave us a little picture of what some of the things that trigger some people's insecurity. So like some of the things are others opinions of you, if they're talking about you, what they think about you, how you look, what you wear. And then another thing is how you feel about yourself and how you look to yourself. And cause like one of the quizzes, like when I look in the mirror, um, do I think I'm beautiful? And then like some of the answers are like, I think I'm okay, but I can fix this or, you know, so it's others perception of you, then it's perception of yourself. And I think th- that aspect is like those two aspects in every part of your life. So when it comes to body image, when it comes to work, when it comes to relationships, it's like, it can be either how others perceive your relationship or how you perceive your relationship. So what do you think some of your triggers for insecurity are? Like, what can happen and, like, it immediately, like, makes you feel insecure? Because I think I know one for you, actually. <laughs> Why are you making that face? Because I was like, I don't know. But you come out, oh, I know one for well, you. Well, I mean, I think you'll agree. So, it's like, if you're getting dressed and I say you look fine instead of saying you look good. 
Yeah, because fine is such a like, basic word. <laughs> right. And so the, I think that's a, one of the triggers because it's like it doesn't make you feel as confident in your outfit. Well, fine is like. <laughs> it's not beautiful. It's no, not, when I say how do I look, I'm not expecting for you to go, oh, you're gorgeous, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, but if I say, if you say you look fine, I'm like. What does that mean? What does that mean? I guess like mm-hmm. you don't look ugly or like, <laughs> you look clean mm-hmm. or. The outfit makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like with that, I didn't. I didn't consider that insecurity is more of a. I don't know what that is. Okay. Like I'm not sure. Mm. Do you okay. know what I mean? Because yeah. like I'll ask my mom, "How do you look?" She's like, "I mean, I, that's cute, but you know those shoes." Like I'd be looking for, I guess maybe more like constructive if, criticism. Because if I ask someone how do I look, that means I'm not sure about the outfit. To be right. completely honest, right? Because when I like it, I won't ask. I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, look good." Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So if I'm trying something, or I'm just not sure if this works. Mm-hmm. That's when I go, "Well, how do I look?" Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for like. I like that. I'm looking to see because I can feel like I have something on. I can feel like maybe it's too tight yeah. or maybe these prints don't really go. Right. And I'm looking for I like it. So I'm then in my mind I'm thinking, okay, well maybe it's okay. Maybe mm-hmm. I just don't feel it. Or girl, <laughs> I would probably do a different shoe. And mm-hmm. most of the time I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Because I was kind of already, do you know what I mean? You already questioned. And maybe it. that is form of security. I have no idea. That I, could be. I, I think it know. is just... only because like I know sometimes, and this it may not reflect how you are now, because this was like years ago. But like an undergrad, like if I would say you would look fine, you'd be like, alright, I'm going to change. <laughs> like, but that was so many years ago that it's probably not the same like that anymore. But once again, you didn't give me what I was. I'm saying I'm looking for like a yes that looks okay. Mm-hmm. No, it don't. Right. So you say fine. It's just like is that good or bad? That's right. what I'm saying. And so what I'm saying is me just saying fine triggers you because you were already unsure in the outfit. You get what I'm saying? Why does that do with insecurity? Because I think... Because I wasn't sure about the outfit? You weren't sure about how you look, yeah. And so, how you look and how your your appearance is some a part of being insecure. You don't think? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I... So then, what do you think some of your triggers are? Or do you think you don't have any triggers? I mean, we all have... Tr- look, okay. I'm feeling <laughs> overwhelmed. <laughs> Okay, I'm saying something. I wish you would have pre-gave me these questions because the only reason I say this is because I would have thought about it mm-hmm. on the spot. I'm sorry, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. on the spot right now, I can't think of anything. I'm sh- there is. I- I'm very sure there are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't want to give off like I'm great. That's not what it is either. But I guess because like you just asked me off the top of my head, I'm like. I don't know. That's why I, like, I wish you would have gave me these questions earlier. Well, I, mean, I just thought, I'm thinking about it. So, I well, I know my triggers, like, one of my triggers are if my hair doesn't look right, then I feel insecure. But I always have problems with my hair. Y'all, sh- Jesus. I always, like, I never like how my hair turns out half the time. Um, that is true. I don't. And so, like, that's that triggers insecurity for me. And that's part of the reason, like, I wear my hair the same all the time because it's like, I could be secure in how that looks and knows how it's going to look point blank period. I know I'm not going to have to go fix my hair or anything like that. But if my hair don't look right, that triggers me being feeling insecure. As in what? You're not pretty? You're not... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like for the rest of that day or the rest of the time I'm out, whatever, I'll feel insecure how I look. And I'll feel like, oh, somebody probably walking past me talking about how I look a mess. 
Like, well, see, but see, but okay, because like I'm the type of person, my hair's not done, I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. But like my thought is, I'm not thinking that other people be like, oh, her hair's a mess. I think it's a mess. Like mm-hmm. I don't think about. So that's what I'm saying is that insecurity. You just want your hair to be in a way that you like. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, that means you're insecure. That's why I'm like. I'm saying that's a trigger for my insecurity. So my hair not looking right triggers me being insecure. And so it could, that's why I said earlier, part of insecurity is how you perceive yourself and then is how you think others perceive you. Because you could look perfectly fine, but if you think other people think that you look crazy, then that's insecurity in how you look. I guess, I guess for me, for my, for my insecurities, it does not, it don't, like, it never has to do with physical. other people. It don't have to do with anyone else. It's, right. it's me. Cause like, if I don't like my hair, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'm right. not, if I have to go out with a hairstyle I don't like, I'm not thinking what if people are like, oh, she look crazy. I'm thinking, I just look crazy. I don't <laughs> like it. Right. So I guess that's just my thought process. Yeah. I don't be thinking about other people. It's just like, I really don't like my hair with this outfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm annoyed. Mm-hmm. But that's the di- that's why I got a 46 and you got a sit. Because the difference for me is that I do think about that kind of stuff. And that's what was in the description for me is that I think about... How well one is part of how I perceive myself, and the other part is I think about how others perceive me. I just think I think me is I always just I'm my own worst critic, so mm-hmm. it's just me. Like I, it's like my inner self is like that ain't working. I'm mm-hmm. not usually typically thinking about what other people think is myself. Right. So if I have a negative thought about myself, that's not good either. Right. But I definitely now that I'm talking this through. I'm not bringing others in the mix of it. It's just like, just my negativity. Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's... So it's almost like you're your own trigger, basically. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's it's me. I've always been... I've always had very high expectations of myself. Mm-hmm. Higher than what my mother could ever put on me. Mm-hmm. What the job could ever put on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Not healthy. I am the text I was told. I am the <laughs> textbook definition of like a perfectionist mm-hmm. so i'm my own worst critic mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what anyone else say just mm-hmm. for the simple fact just how like because of who i am you could tell me i look great all day long but that's with anyone you don't believe it you don't believe it but right. it's like if i don't feel good mm-hmm. i don't it doesn't matter how many times you tell me right you look you Shanae. it's right. like thank you but i don't see it so it doesn't exist mm-hmm. yeah so okay. i just feel like my insecurities aren't I, from I don't feel like they're typically dependent on other people. It's like it's just me being a hard ass on myself, <laughs> not any healthier. Mm-hmm. But but because like even though I had six, I have insecurities though mm-hmm. about like I think I think mine isn't with a it's not really a category. I just always have this idea of I want to be like the best. Mm-hmm. So if if it comes out in anything, it's because I felt like I wasn't doing as well as I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And that inner thought in my head is, you could have done better. Mm-hmm. It's never like a... It's like overall. I don't know how to describe it. It's not really in category. I just have this overall thing of, you could have done better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that would be the biggest thing, okay. typically, for mm-hmm. me, I guess. So, it's almost like, if anything that you've done, you do it, and then later on, you look back and like, dang, I could have done that better. Like, that's your trigger on yourself, basically. Yeah, if I didn't like, like, the level of, I don't know. Effort you put in. Because or... I feel like I can always point out, we well, should just do this instead. 
you should have did this instead. That would have been better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like if that's a trigger, yeah, my own self, I trigger it when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. When I'm in that mood. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I'll be like, you could have done better. And then I'm like, no, ho, you did great. Keep it moving. <laughs> so, like, I, I tell you, I really, like, I have moments where maybe I'm triggering. And then the other party was like, no, you tripping. You was a great girl. All right, cool. And then I'm cool again. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Okay. But that, I mean, I feel like that was the past few years, though, because I wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my toughness on myself um, has not decreased necessarily, but I can talk myself out of it quicker. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I could really go in on myself and it would definitely put me in a darker place. Right. At the point now, it's like, girl, you tripping, you great girl. Keep going. <laughs> so it's so, like you bring yourself out of it. Absolutely. Right, right away. Most of the time, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where it's like, nah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're great. <laughs> gotcha. You have to do that, though. Yeah. Um, if anyone's like me, you can pick at yourself all day long. So yeah. at a certain point. That's true. It's like, no, you got to stop picking on yourself. Right. You got to like when that inner negative voice speaks, you have to speak back to it and say, no, you're wrong. Moving mm-hmm. on. Right. And see, I don't have that because I'm an overthinker. So I'll just sit there and keep thinking about it like, all right, I could have done this. I no. could have done that. And I would just keep thinking about it like that. Like I can even to this day like remember stuff that I like did wrong at elementary school and what I could have done better. Girl. <laughs> like no. legit. And so it's like, and I'll never be like, oh girl, you fine. Cause like, all right. So the example I'm thinking about right now, <laughs> we was reading Lord of the Rings. Would you mess up on a word? No, I cheated. Oh. It was like. It was like a scavenger hunt kind of thing. And we was in groups. And the teacher had left the um, answer key on her desk. So me and this guy who wasn't even in my group, we like tried to see the answers. The whole time we only got two of the answers. And it was like 25 questions. So it wouldn't have necessarily helped us. But um, so this other guy like told on us or whatever. And so, like, when the teacher asked, I admitted it or whatever. And so, my group ended up winning. And so, like, they got snacks when we watched the movies, whatever, blah, blah. And I was just sitting by myself because that was my punishment for cheating or whatever. And so, it's like, dang, I could have just not cheated. And then I would have been in my group and I would have had snacks. Oh, because my thought was, I just could have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> I, I heard that story was like, you should have been like, nah, you cheating lying. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought. Like, dang, I kept my mouth shut. I need snacks right now. No, my thought was I no, just should have not cheated, mind. and if I just would have worked through it like I should have with my group, then I would have got snacks. Right. <laughs> and like I remember stuff like that, and like girl, like that was literally in like. You also could just shush. <laughs> but that was like in third grade. <laughs> and so like why do I even remember like what I should have done better? Like why it don't matter. I probably my fat tail don't didn't need the snacks. No That's way. negative. But right? no. <laughs> no. If you want a snack, you can get a snack. No, I get, yes, yeah. But what I'm saying is like in the whole grand scheme of things, that ish didn't really matter. You know what I mean? No, it didn't. But it's like, I can still to this day think about what I could have done better in that moment that it was snacks while watching the movie. I still watched the movie. It didn't affect my grade. Like, it didn't really hurt me none except for the embarrassment of that moment not being able to sit in my group and eat snacks. Well, this makes me want to look up the textbook definition <laughs> of insecurity. 
The only reason I say that because some of the stuff you're saying, I'm like, that's insecurity too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess I feel like I don't know what I. Um, so the definition of insecure is not confident or assured, uncertain and anxious. So it's being not firm or set in your decisions on a consistent basis. Well, if that's the case, yeah, then I'm not, I'm not that insecure then. Okay. If it's about like that, Mm -hmm. when I think about it, then it's like, yeah. (laughs) So then you're not insecure then. Like maybe you really thought that you were more insecure than. I have insecurities. Right, right. But Um, you maybe thought that. But I probably thought they probably were more. But then I guess then you have to deal with like. I think maybe more I'm thinking about self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're the they're very closely related. But they are different. Yes. Yes. So I think I'm thinking more like a self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I feel like... Well, yeah. I do think they're highly correlated. I would agree with you there. Because it's do, like... If you have say, a high self-esteem, then say, you probably wouldn't be insecure. Well, they say self-esteem is... Confidence in one's own worth and ability, self-respect. And so then when I look at this, is like... It almost sounds like high self-esteem is the opposite of being insecure. That's what it sounds like. And because when you sit up here... Cause, and, and, and this is on some real stuff. You sit up here and you go, you know, someone says, Shanae, you're talented. You know what my thought is? Damn right I am. Thank you. Mm. And my thought is, at what? <laughs> That's yeah. literally my first thought is, at what? Yeah. I feel like there's a time in my life where I would have been at what? Mm-hmm. Would have been like, no, I mean, I just be, you know what? But I'm at the point now, and honestly, I, I've been I've been on a very long, and it's felt long, self-discovery mm-hmm. process that I've been on. Mm-hmm. So if you would have had this conversation maybe even a year, probably like two years ago, right. my answers were probably completely different. Right, right. But right. I put in a good amount of work mm-hmm. to be in a better place. And this conversation make me go, oh, this feels good. You get somewhere, <laughs> girl. But I, I, I feel like years ago, yes, that mm-hmm. would have been me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sinead, you're so smart. Oh, no. Because I, I used to be like, people like, you're so intelligent. I used to be like, no, I'm just street smart. I'm not like really book smart or whatever. I, I did. Still, I still do that. I'd I be like, no, that. I just know how to follow directions. But <laughs> if someone says, oh, Sinead, you're so intelligent now, I just be like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Because I do think I'm intelligent. Mm-hmm. And whether it's whether it's more uh, science-y or whatever, that's, whatever type of intelligence is, it's intelligence. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I am intelligent. I do believe I'm intelligent. So what do you you. think helped change your mindset from saying, um, no, I'm just street smart to saying, yeah, thank you. I am like, which, what what was the switch to change that? I think part of one, I think is gratitude, Mm -hmm. giving yourself gratitude and acknowledging the good things about yourself Mm -hmm. before pointing out the bad. Mm -hmm. I think it's always easy to talk about like what you don't like or what you did wrong. And I think rarely we say, we don't talk about what we do do right mm-hmm. and what we do like. Right. And so it started with that switch. And that took long, by the way. Everything I'm saying, by the way, takes a long time. <laughs> right. Okay? So get me. y'all pencils, y'all. Write this down. <laughs> like, and, and I still struggle with this to this day. Yeah. I have these conversations on something. Like, I'm like, don't go back, don't go back. <laughs> um, gratitude and acknowledging the good things about yourself. Because, like, 
you know, when I said we all have insecurities, we all have doubts, we do. Yeah. And they're not necessarily going to go away, but you can, to me, I think, um, make the impact of your life and your views of yourself like smaller. Yeah, manage the manage the doubt. You can manage it. Yeah. And you can not feed it. Because I feel like I was feeding it. Right, right. I had this doubt and I'm like, yeah, you right. And you you hype yourself up (laughs) to believe this false narrative. Right. And 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 it took me a long it took me time and I got to the point where I was tired, frankly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to be like this anymore. I want something different. Right. I don't want to feel like this. Right. It's too tiring mm-hmm. and mentally it's draining and I've had enough. Right. And, but then it comes and the reason it's hard is because at this point, me deciding I want to change how I view myself mm-hmm. and how I live my life at 20 something years old. That's hard because I've been doing something mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. We're hardwired. Yes. And right? unlearning so and relearning a is difficult. Point, your insecurities, doubts, those triggers for you are now hardwired. Right. That behavior you do to retreat is hardwired. Mm-hmm. So now you got to sit, one, and acknowledge that this is what you do and it's not healthy. Right. And that takes forever, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And when I say acknowledge, I mean say that out loud. Write it down. Write it down and yeah. say it out loud. Because yeah. that's really hard. Yeah. Even saying it out loud. By yourself. And sometimes saying it out loud while looking in the mirror. So it's like you're saying saying it to yourself. Like this is my issue. That is hard. And then saying I'm going to do something about it. And not really know what to do. How to now change the way you've been doing something for years. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult. It's hard. You have to hard this like basically rewiring your computer, like the your brain yeah. to do something else. Yeah. It takes a long time. And it does difficult. not happen overnight. Because no, I know sometimes it. people get frustrated because they're like, okay, you're right. I need to change that. And like they want it to change, but it's not going to like, you're. sometimes you're going to forget that you even wanted to change this and you're going to fall back into an old habit. So it's like, well, you. I think it's because it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like weight loss. People will say, I remember we had, um, during the summer, my job had these wellness things, mm-hmm. different ways to be healthy. And they had some training nutritionists come in or whatever and was talking about it. And this one girl was like, did you learn anything new? I said, no, frankly. And she started laughing. She mm-hmm. was like, what do you mean? I said, you know, and I know she didn't mean this way, but I said, I'm like, I'm a fat girl who knows how to lose weight. I'm just not doing it. Right. And let's be clear, like, not for all fat people, but, like, for smaller people who think they're being helpful, you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, give advice when they ask for it. Yes. Don't, oh, you know, yes. Well, have you tried this? We're not idiots. <laughs> all right? Mm-hmm. And, like, me as a big girl, I know how to lose weight. I just don't be doing it. Right. And don't be sticking and to it. And don't be sticking to it. Right. I know... What to eat and what not to eat. Right. And how to portion control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being active and getting your rest and doing things. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is I'm hardwired a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, and I'm not taking, I am now trying to. <laughs> but, you know, you're not taking the effort and not sticking to the process of saying, I'm going to do something different. Yes. We go back into default mode because it's comfortable mm-hmm. and we don't have to think about it. Yep. It's a natural reaction. Yep. We don't have to put in thought. Mm-hmm. When you want to change your behavior, mm-hmm. whether it's health habits 
or the way you react or the way you communicate. That involves just a higher level of thinking mm-hmm. and to always be thinking, okay, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I saying? What am I eating? What am I? That gets tired. Yes, Lord. And yes. that's when I think people be like, oh, I'm tired. And they slip back into their default because when you're defaulting, you're not thinking about it. Like right. you're thinking, but it doesn't feel like you're exerting any energy. Right. I just eat the donut because I like the donut <laughs> instead of saying, I'm not going to eat the donut. I'm going to pick up the carrot sticks. I'm going to cuss this lady out because she pissed me off because I always cuss people out. But it's like, no, I'm pissed and I'm not going to cuss her out. I'm going to walk away. That right. takes thought. Right. Yeah. And and restraint. And restraint. Yeah. And it takes this, this overall energy of like, I'm going to change my story. I'm going to shift this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it takes a long time because like you start, stop, start, stop, start, mm-hmm. stop. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's just how it works. But I think that's what it is. It's just always easy to do what you've always been doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a part of that process, because you need that, you have to like kind of constantly check yourself and constantly remind yeah, yourself. It's tiring. It's yeah. Like, and so I, that's why I like if people can get in like the habit of like doing like positive affirmations every morning. Like I used to have them on my mirror. I have kind of fallen off from it. But like I would literally like read them every morning. And so like that was my daily reminder. If I didn't remind myself at any other point during the day, at least I was in the habit of reminding myself in the morning. So then that kind of set me on track for the rest of the day for when other things come up later on to already have that reminder that I said that morning in the back of my mind. And so it's like trying to set patterns like that, that you can control when you're not in the moment of wanting to cut somebody out by setting that kind of pattern early so that when it is time that you want to cut somebody out, you remember what you said in the morning. So, I mean, and I never was a fan of affirmations. I mean, I do think there's value in it because I I have some, and sometimes I say them and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. But I think there's value in affirmations. I think there's a whole bunch of things to make whole. Uh, there's a whole lot of methods to make yourself less insecure, maybe yes. have more confidence, yeah, and be more uh, accepting of who you are, mm-hmm. flaws and all, yeah, right. And your strengths and your weaknesses, mm-hmm. um, and not just focusing on your weaknesses, right, or focusing on what you think is wrong. Right, I feel like. Now that I feel more balanced, I still have insecurities though. So I feel like it's not, you're never going to not have them. I feel like it's just to me trying to be a little bit more balanced with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And being able to manage the ones that you do have and not let them take over. Right. Yeah. And and so once again, if we were having this conversation a couple of years ago, I think my answers would be different. Mm-hmm. But I also think, you know, I got to a point where I was just tired and I want to do something different. Right. And, and I, and, now that we're talking, I feel like I've been somewhat successful in yeah. talking this out <laughs> a little. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's hard, man. I mean, because we, we all have them. And I think another thing is I think if people talked about them more, mm-hmm. we may able to feel just more comfortable. Because I think a lot of times, you know, I think sometimes insecurity can even come in hand-in-hand with comparing yourself to other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, and definitely, so, yes. Jesus. And the thing is, people need to realize we all have them. Mm-hmm. And maybe we are more transparent with how we're feeling or some of our struggles. Right. Maybe we would all feel a little bit better because I think sometimes when we're feeling down or uh, feeling insecure, it's always easy like, well, 
you know, they not like that or I wish I was like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, maybe that person doesn't have that insecurity you have. Right. But, have a, a, but has one that you don't. Right. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like sometimes, especially when you're comparing yourself to others, you think that they got it all together. You think that they're all perfect. You think that they don't have any insecurities. And so sometimes actually hearing them talk about their insecurities, it like gives you a reality check. Like, oh, okay. We all have these. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I was at work the other day and one of my coworkers like said something. She was like, she was like, oh, you know, you're so confident. You're so this. You're so strong. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know, I really appreciate that. I was like, but you need to know that. Like, I'm, I'm really like, just like you, like mm-hmm. I, I'm not always confident. I'm not always this like person you may perceive me as. Right. Like, you gotta understand, like I cry too, and mm-hmm. I, I get frustrated too, and I don't think I'm that great all the time either. Right. She was like, "Why well, don't see?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't try to walk around with them, but right. like I was saying that to say that like don't put too much stock into to what you what you perceive from me because it's like I'm very sure. We have a lot in common when it comes to certain insecurities or doubts or whatever. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, like, thank you for the love, but know that, like, you're probably just as confident as I am. It's just, you may not be in a good mood today. Because I know for me, my mood fluctuates. Oh, yeah. Some days, she's like, yes, girl, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. And mm-hmm. some days, I'm like... Oh, I'm sad. I don't like anything. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think sometimes it just depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I think we gave some good tips today about, you know, things that you can do about to manage your insecurities and how to deal with your insecurities or get rid of your insecurities. So if y'all have any tips that we didn't cover, you know, comment below. Let us know. How do you, Well, I wonder, I guess my thought was how do you deal with other people's insecurities? So, you mean if other people's insecurities are, are affecting your life? Well, a lot of times, people's are. Like, when people, I, you know, we all project now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've learned that, like, just because you throw it at me don't mean I got to catch it. Right. So, um, especially, like, with relationships and stuff. hmm You know, insecurity really can impact yeah your relationship and even friendship. And I think the way that I I have it dealt with for me and have it and deal with it with others is that I don't necessarily I try to block their projection like you said, but I also try to help them. So, I'll be like, you know, you shouldn't really like say that about yourself. You know, you you pretty much got it together. Maybe like and I'll get try to give them like constructive criticism so it's like don't think that you're like this terrible whatever that you said you are because my perception of you is not that. And so I think telling them that sometimes helps like, oh, well, dang. But, but yes, but I'm talking about projecting, you know, not where they're like, where someone's just being negative about themselves. Mm-hmm. True projection is like they trying to put that on you. Mm-hmm. So a way like at work. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a, a co-worker who's always, like, hypercritical over your work. And it has, like, nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. That's more about hurting you. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying in moments, we take it. Yeah. And sometimes. And apply it to ourselves. Take our it. And we make that become a, well, maybe that is my problem. Maybe I do this. And so I'm saying that, like, as you develop, you know, 
being more secure? Are you putting this in order? Just remember the fact that sometimes when people are throwing you shade and stuff like that, it is you really not doing anything. Like sometimes you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Have some discernment so you know between the two. Right. But sometimes they're projecting their own stuff on you. And if you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. you can let their negative perspective of themselves create something in you that it probably wasn't even there anyway. Right. They're going through something. That, that's what I was about to say. Like a lot of times when people aren't necessarily happy and they don't intentionally try to bring other people down. Not, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's like, for example, if they were in a relationship and they broke up with the person because they used to do something or whatever, and then they see that happen in your relationship, they'll be like, well, you know, blah, blah. It's like, you that, know you're a cheat. Right. It's like, no. That may not be what's going to happen in my relationship, even though that's what happened in your relationship. So it's like, don't put what happened in yours because of whatever issue y'all had on us. Um, And so I think a lot of times when people are unhappy, it's like they try to put that unhappiness on everybody else unintentionally sometimes, like I said, just because they are trying to, I think oftentimes they're trying to fight dealing with it. They're not trying to deal with it, so they're trying to pick it out in everybody else instead well, of dealing with it themselves. I think it's because sometimes if you're not in a good place, you just don't want to see others in a good place, frankly. You don't want to see other people win. I, I mean, y'all do think They. So. <laughs> no, I do. I think sometimes yeah. when you're not in a good place, you don't want other people to be in a good place. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's mm-hmm. not always the case. Mm-hmm. But for some people, it is. Mm-hmm. For some people... I'm not happy. I don't want you to be happy. Yeah. Some people are miserable on this planet. Yeah. That's for me, true. I combat it with having more empathy for others. Yeah. This, this is like, I always had it, but I've really heightened it this <laughs> past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and to say, you know, when someone throws something at you, to be like, you know what? Take a step back. Put myself in their shoes. And be like, you And okay? be like, Maybe this is why they act in this way. Mm-hmm. Regardless, if I don't believe it or whatever, I'm gonna still show you some kindness mm-hmm. and drop it. Yeah, that doesn't mean you become like passive. A punching you bag. Don't, you know, she'll never be a punching bag. <laughs> right. But that means I don't have to give you the business. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. like level one of the business <laughs> and not five. <laughs> right. right. Just saying. That's fair. I understand that. Just saying. <laughs> So, guys, I hope you enjoyed our conversational insecurity. And as always, you know, pay attention throughout the week. We've been announcing, you know, sponsors and things throughout the week. Um, do you have something to say? Yeah, but I was gonna let you finish. Okay, and you know, we do our pl- blog. Pl- we do our blog posts throughout the week. Always stay up to date. We have new announcements coming. More and more each week. I promise y'all, like, it's always something changing. We just, we gotta give y'all a little bit at a time for our upcoming one-year anniversary on August 19th here in Baltimore. RSVP, the link is on our Instagram and on our website. So, RSVP, if you can make it, um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So, you know, just be there. So, before we end the show, I was just highlighting another sponsor for our swag bags, One Love, One Earth is a brand that features all-natural handcrafted body care products. 
Their body care is made from sustainable source raw ingredients, making it good for your body as well as the environment. And a portion of their proceeds is donated to the World Wildlife Fund. So visit their online store, onelove1earth.com, and check it out. Um, super, super affordable. Oh, yeah. Everything is from 3 to $12. Yeah, it's the nothing most expensive, I think it's $12. So it's very... Very affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, is a business in Baltimore. Yeah. And um, it's um, we went to school with the owner. Yeah. We went to high school with her. Yeah. Um, so supporting black business, mm-hmm. s- supporting small business. Visit One Love One Earth. You will get a free sample of that in yeah. the swag bag yeah. if you show up. <laughs> yes. Yes. And for anyone listening, if you want to be a sponsor. Contact us so we can, you know, figure out how we can include you in our swag bags. Our email is goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. So, as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Toodles.